is Disney. And I think part of the reason that the primary battleground is Disney is because Disney has always had a reputation for being a, and and has traditionally been a family-friendly entertainment uh, company for the longest time. And so when Disney goes full-on woke, when Disney goes full intersectionalism, and when Disney executives talk about having a, and this is a quote, not-so-secret gay agenda, end quote, then that's, that's the epicenter right there. You know, it, it, was, it was not that big a deal when homosexuality crept into regular TV shows with, uh, um, what was that, Will and, Will and Grace, and, uh, and then started to, to creep into all the other TV shows to where uh, at least a quarter of the uh, characters on TV were homosexuals, despite the fact that still to this day, only about 3.5% of the population are homosexuals. But it, it was, you know, it wasn't surprising when this happened in uh, modern television and, and modern movies for certain companies, ABC, NBC, CBS, Paramount, United Artists, etc., MGM, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of normal because uh, also that was happening in entertainment that was geared towards adults. What makes it bad, what makes it uh, egregious is when they start targeting our kids. And that's that's where Disney... That's what the heart of Disney has always been. It has been targeted towards kids from the beginning. And so when Disney went full-on woke, when Disney starts pushing not only homosexuality, but now uh, pushing transsexuality and, and basically all kinds of... Sexual deviance. Come on. Sorry, folks. My cat just showed up and, and, and requires attention. Come on. All right. You come up when you want to. Um, Disney then becomes the, the battleground because our kids have always been their targets. Our kids have always been their primary targets. The reason that our kids are their primary targets is because they themselves, well, the, the, secular, uh, the secular reasoning is because they themselves, homosexuals, transsexuals, uh, etc., etc. And by the way, I'm not lumping all homosexuals and transsexuals into this. I want to make that clear. I am uh, lumping the homosexual activists, the transsexual activists, the the pride movement activists into this group. And the reason that they are targeting our children is because they themselves are incapable of reproduction. And so they have to recruit to increase their numbers. The actual reason 
for this is because Satan wants to destroy human beings, and if he can destroy them as kids, they tend to stay destroyed. That's the real reason that this is going on. So Disney is the 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 center, the epicenter of the uh, pop culture, cultural civil war. And Disney is collapsing. And it gives me no small amount of joy to say that I told you so. There were so many people out there on social media who were saying, oh, Disney can do whatever they want. They've got billions and billions of dollars and they can do whatever they want all the time. And, and they'll never change for you because they've just got billions and billions of dollars and so they can do whatever they want. No, no, they can't, folks, because here's the really great thing. Here's the really great thing. Just like in government with tax dollars where you can you you will always eventually run out of other people's money the same thing applies to the private sector the left decided and this is i think mostly under obama when the government started making fascistic deals with big business to try to uh, the you know we'll give you tax breaks if you'll do this for us you know a little quid pro quo kind of thing going on um and i think this really started to take off under obama it might have started before i'm not really sure but that's not the point the fact is that it started to happen this um crony capitalism if you will and the the left made these deals so that they could start in, uh, harnessing the private sector money. And now you've got mega corporations like BlackRock, who are these investment corporations that use the billions, if not trillions of dollars that they have access to from their investors who have entrusted them with their money to, uh, enforce or uh, advance these leftist agendas. Even they are starting to run out of other people's money. And I love this. I really love it. Primarily because they just, the, the secularists, they just don't understand one thing. Especially leftists. Leftists view the economy as if it's a zero-sum game, which it is not. Because the private sector, if, if, if left to its own devices, the market, if left to its own devices, instead of... Uh, it, it, it could create more wealth through expansion. But I would like to point out the biblical truth, the biblical fact, that while there are only so many dollars in circulation right now, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns everything. He has access to all wealth, and so you can't outspend God. And you certainly can't fool God's people. You certainly, well, you can't. <laughs> No, that's not true. You can, 
and it has been going on for a while. But God's people are finally fed up. God's people are finally fed up. Not only, not only have they been praying for an end to the left in the United States, that people's eyes would be open to the moral bankruptcy of the left, to the flat-out, twisted evil of the left and what they have planned for all of the rest of us, for the damage that has been done to our children's spirits through this vile, disgusting propaganda. Now the left is starting to lose, and lose in a big way. Disney is in huge trouble. So they're billions and billions of dollars. They've about run out, folks. They've about run out. They said that there was going to be a cut of 7,000 jobs at Disney. That has since been slightly modified. Now 4,000 people will be losing their jobs, and 3,000 jobs that they were planning on filling will not be filled. Which, you know, that, that a little bit of accounting there, but whatever works. Um, the reason that Disney is losing is because nobody's watching their films anymore. Disney had two of the greatest intellectual properties in cinematic history. Those being Star Wars and Marvel. And they have killed Disney. Well, I'm sorry. They have killed Star Wars. Star Wars is dead. And Marvel is circling the drain. Uh, as we say in the uh, uh, medical field, CTD, circling the drain. Um, the, the Star Wars situation has been known for quite some time. But... It, it has become seriously apparent because of the lack of viewing on the part of, uh, or, or lack of viewing of The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, whereas with Marvel, although they, honestly, they had a lot longer to work on destroying Star Wars, uh, the failure, and it's been a massive failure, of Ant-Man 3 has been devastating. To the point where, apparently, Disney executives are now running uh, for their jobs. They're, they're scared to death uh, because Victoria Alonso, who is co-president of Marvel, was... I don't know if she was fired. The official word has not come out on that, but she is no longer with Disney. She was the one that was enforcing the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, the wokeness, 
on all of the films. She was the one that was insisting on multiple reshoots to make uh, the men look weaker and more doltish and to uh, make the women more manly um, and basically just destroying uh, all of the movies. And now the chickens have come home to roost and Bob Iger, who actually was the one who set this in motion, Bob Iger was the one who hired all of these woke weirdos. Bob Iger is now scrambling to save his legacy. I don't think he's going to make it, folks. I really don't. Bob Iger is scrambling to save his legacy. He is trying to... He's, he's getting rid of... He got rid of Victoria Alonso, and that's huge. That's enormous right there. And so now all these other woke weirdos are... are scared for their lives but it's too late between what happened in Marvel Phase 4 and what has started to happen in Marvel Phase 5 what they have set up the damage that they have done sidelining all of their legacy characters it's too late there's what they have set in motion I don't see how they're going to be able to write this particular ship. The only way that I can see them rescuing Marvel is a complete hard reboot. And and it's really going to be hard because a lot of these films that they've got on board are, are already in the can. They're... Uh, they're trying their best to save the existing films that they've already got shot. If you go to the Disney website and look at their upcoming movies, every single solitary movie is now listed as coming soon. There are no definitive dates on any of them because they have finally realized that all of this woke BS that they have been trying to cram down the throats of the people of the West and of the United States just don't sell. So we've got these reshoots going on across the board. Um, basically, everything in Star Wars has, has been shit-canned. Pardon my French, but it's been shit-canned. Um, and what they're doing with Marvel is they're trying to reshoot as much of their existing movies as they can. The one that they're trying to rescue right now is The Marvels, which was originally supposed to be Captain Marvel 2, with the exception of the fact that nobody likes Brie Larson. The people who work with her don't like her. And... Nobody likes her performances in the movies. She is an unlikable, narcissistic, trash human being, as far as I can tell, and as, as far as anybody can tell. The character of Captain Marvel was so unlikable that they had to cut most of her 
out of Endgame and only leave as much of her as was necessary in the movie. Because originally, if you'll remember, when Captain Marvel movie came out, they were like, you have to see this so that you'll know what's going on with Endgame. That may have been a little bit of a lie. I think they could have introduced her character in Endgame just fine without all of that stuff, but, you know, whatever. Um, either way, uh, nobody likes Brie Larson, and nobody liked Captain Marvel as portrayed by Brie Larson. So they had to make the movie The Marvels and bring on board two other female characters to be her co-stars. And one of them, uh, the character of Monica Rambeau, who is far superior to Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, in my estimation, should have been. I mean, if you were going to make Captain Marvel, make it Monica Rambeau. I don't know why you had to do the Brie Larson thing, but whatever. I actually do not dislike the Monica Rambeau character. I thought she, I think she's pretty good. Also, uh, the little girl who plays Miss Marvel. I did not see the show because I gave up on Disney a long time ago, but people I trust have reported that Miss Marvel is a fine show. It's a, it was, it was an, a, cute, uplifting kind of show, apparently. So it's not crap. And her, the, the actress, the, the character, is rather endearing from what I've heard. So make the Marvels about those two. But whatever. They're having to reshoot a lot of it primarily because there is uh, much more homosexual representation in it. Because apparently uh... Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, was in a homosexual relationship with Monica Rambeau's mom. Surprise, surprise. Because everybody in Marvel now, in the comics and in the movies, is gay. When they say they're bisexual, that means they're gay. So everybody's gay in Marvel now. And the the movie is is, is just orders of magnitude horrible from from the test screenings that they've done. Just absolutely horrible. Has not tested well. So they're almost, rumor has it, they're almost reshooting the entire film. Um, and that's not going to save it. I can guarantee it's not going to save it. Nobody's going to go out and watch this film. Very few people. It's going to lose a lot of money. And and the the really this is this is how. Again, it's hard for me not to laugh about this. But they spent, you know, however many millions of dollars. The typical Marvel movie the last few years has been two hundred million dollars to shoot, and now they're spending another hundred million or or whatever on massive reshoots to try to fix the movie. So they are going from, let's say it was 200 million originally. That means they have to make at least, at least 400, 
450, half a billion to break even uh, on, on the film. And they just spent another hundred million, maybe, on reshoots, which adds another 200 and 250 million that they have to make to break even. So it's, it's throwing bad money after bad is, is basically what they're doing. Either way, Marvel is tanking. And as I have said multiple times, pop culture, one of the reasons I continue to report on pop culture is because pop culture precedes politics. So the way pop culture goes is the way politics is going to go. And pop culture is not necessarily course correcting right, but it is across the board now rejecting wokeness. And as if there is further proof of this, apparently the, uh, the movie company that was uh, producing the Mario Brothers movie was starting to go down the uh, woke toilet by making uh, Mario second fiddle in his own movie and making Peach the hero of the movie. And praise God for the Japanese, the uh, Nintendo executives saw this and hated it and insisted that Mario be the hero and that Luigi and the other characters be the co-heroes, including Peach. So Mario was supposed to be 50% of the heroism and then all the other hero characters carry the other 50%. And apparently that's the way it, it's, it's going. And I... I don't know if I'm going to take my kids to go see this in the theater. I might. I was planning on doing it. But then I saw that Seth Rogen is in it. And that guy is is a human pile of garbage. He's a talentless, talentless human pile of garbage. And so just the fact that he's in it may lead me to not take my kids to go see the movie in the theaters. I think for sure we're going to wait and see um, if there's a lot of buzz, like in the school. If if my boys come home and say, oh, our, our buddies, they saw the... Um, the Mario Brothers movie, and it, we just—they just loved it, and we want to go see it, Daddy. Please, 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 can we go see it? Can we? Can we? Please. Then okay, I'll—I'll I'll take them to go see the movie. But uh, if that does not happen, then we can just wait until it comes to streaming, uh, for sure. But again, further proof. 
that Hollywood is being forced out of the woke business. And, and, and a lot of them, they won't like it. I honestly thought that Disney was... And I was hoping that Disney was just going to continue to double and triple and quadruple and quintuple down on wokeness. And I hope, beyond hope, that the Disney brand was going to burn to the ground. Uh, and they're they're pretty much almost there, quite frankly. But, uh, you know, it looks like they're scrambling to reverse course, which... Uh, I honestly, I hope they don't make it. I hope they fail. I hope Disney fails miserably so that everybody else around can see. But another thing, and the most positive thing about all of this, is that independent creators are starting to sprout up and that Hollywood is no longer going to have a death grip on the entertainment industry. And I think that's fantastic. The same thing is happening to... I think it'll take a little bit longer, but I think the same thing is going to happen to the music industry. Um, I think the same thing is going to happen to uh, the uh, the TV industry. Um, so I, I think that we're headed into an era where wokeness is just going to go the way of the dinosaur when it comes to entertainment. And they will be replaced as opposed to they will change their ways because they can't, they can't really change their ways. You cannot blame a snake for being a snake. A leopard cannot change its spots and they've already gone too far. But the same thing, the same thing is going to happen in politics and it's already happening in politics and there is no greater evidence, I think, than what is happening with the uh, New York City district attorney who is trying to charge Trump on some, and I really love to say this, trumped up charges. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, folks. I'll be here all week. Uh, so... Uh, for those of you who don't know, and I would be hard-pressed, I think, to find anybody who doesn't know, except for those people who, you know, some of my folks who, who don't really pay attention to that and only listen to me to keep up with this kind of stuff, there is a Manhattan district attorney who is trying to charge former President Donald Trump with a crime, a felony. Only thing is, the crime with which he is trying to charge Donald Trump doesn't exist. And what I mean by saying that the crime that he is charging Donald Trump with does not exist, he is trying to invent, literally invent, from whole cloth, a crime with which to charge Donald Trump. This is a 100% politically motivated prosecution. The left, if you have not noticed, if they cannot beat someone in the arena of politics fairly, if they cannot destroy someone in the news media 
their next step is to prosecute that person in the courts. We're actually seeing this also occur to another world leader, the uh, International Criminal Court in The Hague has put out an arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin. See, they can't beat him politically. They can't destroy him in the media. They can't beat him on the battlefield, and so they are trying to prosecute him in court. Same thing. It's, it's, it's a typical progression for the left. So what this DA has done... And this is very sneaky. So those of you may remember back during the uh, 2016 run uh, for, uh, for president, the, the 2016 uh, campaign, uh, they tried to do this with uh, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels is a former porn star. And she allegedly had a relationship, a relationship with Trump uh, in his youth or, or whenever. And she was alleging that he had paid her $130,000 to sign a non-disclosure agreement about their relationship prior to him running for president of the United States. And at the time, they were trying, what they were trying, this was them trying to destroy him in the press. So they brought out this sleazeball lawyer, who is currently serving time in a federal pen, by the way. They brought out this sleazeball lawyer to represent Stormy Daniels in front of the media. And they made a big deal out of this, and they made a big deal out of uh, liberal federal prosecutors taking a look at whether or not they would actually prosecute Donald Trump for some kind of crime. Folks, it is not illegal. I want to say this again. It is not illegal. First of all, it is not illegal to sleep with a porn star. It might be immoral, but it is not illegal to sleep with a porn star. It's not even illegal to sleep with a porn star if you're married, unless, of course, you are a member of the armed services. And then it's illegal to sleep with anybody other than your spouse, although that may have changed with the wokening of the U.S. military a discussion for another time. However, it's not illegal to sleep with a porn star. It is further not illegal to pay someone to sign a non-disclosure agreement. So, no laws were broken. What they tried to make it sound like was they tried to make it sound like Trump had taken money from his campaign contributions, $130,000 from his campaign contributions to pay her off. And I guess that might have been some kind of... Uh, that might have been some kind of crime 
uh, under the SEC? I don't know. Uh, and I guess that's what they were trying to say. Folks, Trump was and is a multimillionaire. He could pull $130,000 out of his back pocket. He would not need to do it out of campaign funds. Okay? But either way, the whole thing f- completely fell apart. It turned out to be false. And and it, it did not have the intended results because, you know, Trump got elected. So this, they have nothing. They have tried to get Trump on so many things. They tried to get him on Russiagate. They tried to get him, they, you know, they impeached him twice. They, they, uh... They investigated him for three of his four years in office, came up with bupkis, zero, zilch, nada, niente. They impeached him twice, one of which was unconstitutional. Sorry, folks, got interrupted there for a second. So, the this DA has revived this alleged crime and what he has done is and this is his reasoning and this is why this is going to go no further than this uh, um, grand jury and we'll talk about that in a minute too he has taken that Stormy Daniels situation where this is alleged has not been proven. Uh, and he is now saying that uh, Trump took business funds to do it and then falsified business records to cover it up. Now, if that is true, that's a misdemeanor. But, What this guy is saying, what this DA is saying, is that since he did it to further his run as president of the, a run for president of the United States, it is elevated to a felony. Now, I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but District attorneys cannot make law. It's true. Legislators can make law. District attorneys are not legislators. District attorneys work for the executive branch of government. And so they may not make law and what he is doing is he is creating out of whole cloth a felony that does not otherwise exist on the law books in the city of New York and he can't do that the only reason he has been even moderately successful because if he knows he knows that if he went out and just arrested Trump on charges, 
on charges of this made-up law, it would be immediately thrown out of court because no such law exists. What he needs is a spectacle. And so what he has done is he has empaneled a grand jury. Now, if they indict him, because these are citizens of the city of New York itself, a jury of his peers is indicting him. Well, first of all, the whole impaneling of a grand jury against a president of the United States or former president of the United States in and of itself will get a lot of press. And the Marxist media will eat it up and they'll run with it. And they have been. And if you impanel, if you cherry-pick the members of that grand jury and make sure that every single one of them is as Marxist as you are, as much of a hater of the United States and her Constitution as you are, well then you're going to get an indictment. And if you get an indictment, you can get an arrest. See, all of these things stack one upon the other. In the media, is what I mean. So, you impanel a bunch of purple-haired weirdos, America-hating communist weirdos, and a grand jury... And you cherry-pick evidence to show them, and you make sure that you have an Obama judge or a leftist judge watching over this grand jury, you're going to get an indictment. And once the indictment comes down, that gets paraded through the Marxist media. Oh, we look, the former president of the United States has been indicted on charges. Charges of what? That's not important. The fact is that he was indicted on charges of, of, of charges. And, but what crime did he commit? Well, that's not important. Doesn't matter because he was indicted by a jury of his peers, fellow New Yorkers and so on. But yeah, but what charges was brought? Well, it doesn't matter. I guess we'll find that out when he gets into court. The hatred comes out. And then, of course, because you've got an indictment, you have to have an arrest. And so then you've got the perp walk. And this is something, this is gold to them, folks. This is absolute gold. The perp walk. Put them in chains. Uh, and you got the FBI, you already had the FBI raid, which came up with zero, zip, not a nothing, bupkis, niente. And, and, and so they couldn't get a perp walk out of that. They got the raid out of it, but they didn't get a perp walk. They want a perp walk. They want him, and then they can show it on media. We got the perp walk. Look at him. He's coming in in chains. And the mugshot. And they're already calling for the mugshot to be made public so that they can show it all over the media. Look, the mugshot of Trump 
former president. Filth. We've got him, and he's going to prison. He's going to jail. For what? Well, it doesn't matter what the crime is. But we've been indicted and we the perp walk, and we got the, got the mug shot, and they fingerprinted him. And and they're just eating all of this up. They're they're going nuts about this. Well, they were. Because, because then Trump started being Trump. And Trump was saying, yeah, not only do I want to be arrested, I want to make sure I'm in cuffs. I want to make sure I'm in cuffs. So, so theoretically, he's going to be indicted this week at some point. And he says that he wants to be in cuffs. He wants the spectacle. You know why he wants the spectacle? Because when word came down that this moronic Marxist DA was even considering indicting, was that, that the grand jury was going to indict, when word got down that this was going to happen, his poll numbers went through the roof. There was some talk, some talk, of there being some kind of rivalry between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump when it comes to 2024. The other people who have said that they are coming on board for the Republican nomination don't have a prayer. The only other person who came slightly close, and I mean very slightly close, was Ron DeSantis. Don't get me wrong, I got nothing against DeSantis whatsoever, except that he did say that his his political hero is George H.W. Bush. I have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that, but we won't get into that right now. Either way, so, but, but DeSantis hadn't even said that he's running. As a matter of fact, previously DeSantis has said that he's not running, but DeSantis is part of the club, or at least he's loosely associated with the club. He's loosely associated with the rhinos. And so the rhinos apparently had convinced him that now, because this indictment might be coming down, Trump is weak. And so DeSantis should start, you know, we're going to need somebody because it can't be Trump because if he gets indicted and thrown in jail, then we don't have anybody. And so it's got to be you and you got to make your move right now. And so he, and I'm not convinced of this, there's this one little teeny tiny clip where he appears to have made a kind of jab at Trump, but he really didn't, in my opinion. But a lot of people are making hay out of it. The press are making hay out of it. Um, but as far as the whole rivalry between Trump and DeSantis. I have not myself seen any evidence of it at all. Now, Trump has been throwing a lot of shade at DeSantis, but that's what Trump does. Uh, if he even thinks that there's going to be a rival, he's going to go after him. That's just the way he rolls. Um, and I thought it is to DeSantis's great credit that he hasn't said anything back, which indicated to me he's not even thinking about running. So, you know, I've never really considered that seriously. A lot of other people have, a lot of other people have, and it has been uh, a, a very uh, 
the 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 rhinos have been really really trying to push this narrative they've been really trying to create a rift in the republican party by pushing this trump desantis rivalry narrative for which in my opinion there has never been any evidence until very recently we're at a press conference desantis said something that you'd have to really stretch to make it look like it was a a, a barb at 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 trump so i still don't buy into this i think that the entire desantis trump rivalry is uh completely and totally manufactured by the rhinos so here we have this da we've got the we're gonna he, he wants to indict and 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 get the perp walk and and the the arrest and the the, the mug shot and, and it's all gonna go on the media and, and they don't even care if this goes to trial folks they can't care because there's no crime. There is literally no crime. Just because you have a bunch of uneducated morons indict somebody does not mean that there's actually a crime. So I'm telling you, unless this goes before a, a serious, you know, hardcore Marxist judge, which is possible in New York City, uh... It's not going to go anywhere. The charges are going to be dismissed. Hell, I, I'm going to be very interested to see what kind of charges are brought. Because you got to have a crime. And they don't have a crime. They've just got a bunch of impaneled morons. So all they're interested in is the negative press. But they don't understand, folks. This has turned Trump into a martyr. His poll numbers have gone through the roof. And whereas this false narrative of a rivalry between Ron DeSantis had Ron DeSantis polling just behind Trump, and I see, and this is how it's a false narrative, folks. This is how I know it's a false narrative. Ron DeSantis hasn't said he's running. You've got, what, three other people who are actually declared three or four other people that have actually declared that they're running. Ron DeSantis has not declared that he's running. So why is he even in the polls? The only reason he's in the polls is because you want to push that narrative. And they want to get it in DeSantis's head. Oh, you need to run, you need to run. Look how close you are. Well, he ain't close anymore, Jack. He ain't close anymore. There is nobody even in the same ballpark anymore. And this and Trump knows this, and this is why Trump is, is going, oh yeah, I want to go in. I want to be in chains. I want to make sure. Every, as a matter of fact, he has even said that he hopes somebody attempts an assassination against him. He wants, he doesn't, he said he doesn't care if somebody shoots at him. It's only going to make him stronger. And Elon Musk on Twitter, right after word came out that there was going to be an indictment a couple of weeks ago, Elon Musk came out and said, if you indict Trump, you're, you're going to hand him the election in 2024. You will have given him the election. Chris Rock came out a couple of days ago and said the same thing. If you indict Trump, he's going to win in 2024. And now all of a sudden, 
the leftist press are like, well, um, you know, maybe because uh, these charges are really, this is just a small charge. This is just a small, they, they haven't said that it's a BS charge, that it's a made up charge, that no such crime exists. And, and they're all, oh, it's just a little charge and no one's above the law and all that. But, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe there won't be an indictment. Um, you never know because, you know, sometimes the juries and so, and now it's also come out that the DA has been in possession of 600, not six, not 60, 600 documents of exculpatory evidence that prove that Trump did not commit a crime, that he has not shown this jury. So right there, when this comes out, which it already has, but once this really starts to circulate, because there... (laughs) You know, take him to trial. Take him to trial. Day one, boom. 600 documents. Right here. Exculpatory evidence. The DA did not show the jury. Hell, this might not even get to trial. This might get through, get into pretrial. And then just say, boom. There you go, Your Honor. If you want to run this through, that's fine. But we are going to make mincemeat out of everybody here. And we'll make sure if he gets a conviction that we are going to overturn it instantly on appeal. Then, of course, on top of all of this, which is why, honestly, I'm starting to wonder if an indictment is going to come down at all. Maybe an indictment will come down. Maybe. It's like 50-50, I'm thinking, at this point. Um, Depends on how stupid this DA is. He looks like a stupid person. He's a well-dressed stupid person. Not going to lie, dude looks good in a suit, but he looks like a stupid person. The very fact that he's trying this is stupid. He may be trying to make a name of himself uh, for you know future political endeavors, uh, but I'm not even sure that there's going to be an indictment at this point. Again, like I said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this week. If it doesn't happen this week, if there is no indictment this week, because it was already delayed by one day. It was supposed to happen on Tuesday. Then it was supposed to happen today. Uh, as far as I know, it hasn't happened. Up to this point, it has not happened. Um, so, you know, and Trump has already said that, you know, if an indictment comes down this week, he'll uh, show up in two weeks for for uh, his booking and so forth. Uh But we have, beyond this, the the media who have been talking about how nobody's above the law and, and, and there have been some in the media, and this tells me where their heads are at. And this, this tells me, too that what Dan Bongino has recently said is at least partially true, that that blue states are police states now. When you can have a political 
prosecution like this be as successful as it has been up to this point? You're living in a police state. And you have members of the press. There was one, I was, you know, flipping through Twitter and, and I can't remember who it was right offhand. No, it wasn't a member of the press. It was uh, uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff, saying that it was ridiculous that Trump's lawyers were asking for discovery. And I'm thinking, uh, that's where their heads are at. You see, for those of you who don't know, discovery, which is the judicial criminal justice version of you show me yours, I'll show you mine, where the prosecution must show every single solitary piece of evidence that it has to the defense so that the defense may form a good defense for their client. And Adam Schiff comes out and talks about how it's ridiculous that Donald Trump's attorneys want discovery. Uh, no, that's part of of the justice system in the United States always has been. Always has been. Discovery is part of civil trials as well. Okay, If you're being sued by somebody, there is discovery. It's fairness. So what Adam Schiff is saying is that what he thinks needs to be done is that Trump just needs to be straight up convicted. Period. He just needs to go to jail. No trial. Or if there is a trial, it needs to be a show trial, the likes of which he has been presiding over for a few years. That, that Trump just needs to go to jail. And, and I go back to something that Rush Limbaugh used to say all the time. It's not the evidence that matters, but the seriousness of the charge. And the left doesn't even have a serious charge now. Their only thing that they have on Trump is that they hate him. And because they hate him, he must go to prison. That's all they have. Dan Bongino yesterday in his show stated uh, a quote from an old Soviet prosecutor that says, show me the man and I will show you the crime. That's what the left is doing now. That is what the Democrat Party has become. They have become a Soviet party. They're not American they have no interest in justice. They have no interest in the Constitution. The only interest they have in the Constitution is destroying it. But they're going to fail, folks. They're going to fail. They're going to fail 
the philosophy of the left is by its very nature self-destructive. It cannot be maintained. It always ends up collapsing in on itself. It always ends up destroying itself. Always. The only way that it can be maintained is by siphoning off resources from a successful system. The only reason communist China still exists is because it lives off of the pseudo-capitalism of Hong Kong. And that's starting to collapse now, too. You won't hear a lot of people tell you that, but China is in very serious economic trouble. Very serious socioeconomic trouble. And that's another story right there, too. But the left, politically, is scared to death. This prosecution is proof of that. They're desperate. They, have, they know that Trump is going to win. It doesn't matter who they put up in 2024. Has, it matters not. To the point where I just saw an article today that somebody was saying it would be a good idea to put Kamala Harris up. I'm not kidding. That's how desperate they are. Which tells me something else. It tells me that Gavin Newsom might have told him he's not interested. Gavin Newsom is presiding over his own uh, state's destruction, but it's his. That's his little kingdom. And he will be president of California until he dies, or something else happens to get him unseated. Uh, that's another, that's a very interesting study right there, California. But I digress. The left is collapsing. Uh, politically. They don't have anybody. They don't have anybody. The, it used to be they could run people who at least looked good and spoke well for the camera. They can't even do that anymore. Folks, the only guy that they had was Joe Biden, and he is a drooling mess. The guy is a dementia patient. The dude should be in a hospital. He has no business being in government anywhere. He has no business being in the DMV, let alone President of the United States. They just needed somebody, and it was he was the only guy they had. They weren't going to run Hillary again. And now they're talking about Kamala Harris? Folks, this is how bad off they are. They've got nobody. Nobody that has any appeal whatsoever. So Trump was going to win in 2024 no matter what. So now they decide they're going to try to take him out. And what they're going to try to do is try to put one of their own guys in or somebody at least who was part of the club and try to, you know target and, and torpedo Trump, and then you could maybe get DeSantis or some other rhino in there. And I'm not saying DeSantis is a rhino. I like what he's been doing in Florida, 
So it's kind of hard for me to call him a rhino, but that's what the, at least DeSantis is part of the club. He's, he's one of the Bush Republicans, and I do not like Bush Republicans. Don't like them. Still, whatever. Um, they figured that they could get somebody who's at least in the club on the ticket as president by trying to take Trump and they've blown it so bad. They blew it so bad. Now it's pretty much, it's pretty much a done deal. It's pretty much a done deal. Another thing that they were hoping for was that, uh, was protests. They were hoping that the, that, uh, pro Trump protesters would hit the streets and that they would be able to turn it into another January 6th because January 6th fell flat. Now we know that January 6th wasn't even January 6th. So that fell flat and uh, they wanted violence on the level of what happened in Portland under Antifa and BLM, except this time they would decry it because it would be Republicans doing it, so it's bad. It's okay if we burn stuff down. If It's okay if we destroy property. It's okay if we murder people, but it's not okay if the right does it. So that's what one of the things they were going for. And I don't think that's going to happen either now. I really don't. I think this whole, this whole situation... With, with the DA and the, the the fake grand jury and the fake charges, I don't even think it's going to get to that point. But even if it does, I don't know if you're, you know, I, it's, it's just another one of those things that the left has set up, that the, the media has set up, the Marxist media has set up, and, and, and tried to turn into something that's just, there's no there there. And I'm telling you, folks, once Trump gets into the White House again, it's doomsday. It is doomsday for the left. It is doomsday for the rhinos. Trump has been talking about what he's going to do. Day one, day one, he is going to reinvoke an executive order that places federal employees on a certain status such that they are no longer protected like they used to be. You know how we always joke about if you get a federal job, like at the, at the, uh, at the post office, you can't be fired. Once you have a federal job, you can't be fired. He's going to change that with executive order. And he's going to go through and he's going to start firing people, upper and middle management all over the bureaucracy. He is going to completely rebuild the military and the intelligence uh, uh, intelligence communities and create a system such that they can no longer be politicized to abuse their power. whole lot of heads are going to roll. He's going to drain the swamp. He didn't know what the swamp was made out of at the time. The first time around, but he knows what the swamp is made out of this time. And he's going to fix it. He's going to change it. 
And there's nothing the left can do about it, and there's nothing that the rhinos can do about it, who I count among the left, quite frankly. Uh, they're, they're done. And, and they know it. That's the thing. And a lot of times you can say, oh, you know, there's, he's a dead man and he doesn't even know it. No, they're, they're done, and I think they know it. So let's keep an eye out and see what happens with this uh, prosecution, if it happens at all, this indictment. If it does, it's going to be, Trump is going to turn it into a circus. Holy cow. Plus, the fact is Dan Bongino pointed out in his show, there's the whole thing about this kind of runs afoul of federal law because the Secret Service protection of Trump, um, for lack of a better term, trumps any plans that some local prosecutor has for him. So uh, wherever Trump goes, the Secret Service has to go. By federal law, they can designate any area as a protected area for the president. They can do that to entire buildings. They can lock down city blocks to protect the president of the United States. They can decide who gets in and who gets out. So just the idea of Trump being put in a jail cell, that is going to pose some very interesting problems for the jails in the city of New York because they're already overcrowded. So if the Secret Service can come in and go, we're clearing out this entire building for Trump, you know, they're certainly not going to get an opportunity to Epstein Trump. Well, that's all I've got on this particular subject at this particular time because it's, it's a very fluid situation and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Thank you for listening and or watching. If you like what you heard and you're watching on video, hit the like and subscribe button. Whether you are listening to this or watching this on video, share this out there so that others may hear. Keep praying, folks. It is working. We are winning. Of course, then again, God always wins, doesn't he? All right. Y'all take care, and I will talk to y'all later. ...to entire buildings. They can lock down city blocks to protect the President of the United States. They can decide who gets in and who gets out. So just the idea of Trump being put in a jail cell, that is going to pose some very interesting problems for the jails in the city of New York because they're already overcrowded. So if the Secret Service can come in and go, we're clearing out this entire building for Trump, you know, they're certainly not going to get an opportunity to Epstein Trump. 
Well, that's all I've got on this particular subject at this particular time, because it's, it's a very fluid situation, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Thank you for listening and or watching. If you like what you heard and you're watching on video, hit the like and subscribe button. Whether you are listening to this or watching this on video, share this out there so that others may hear. Keep praying, folks. It is working. We are winning. Of course, then again, God always wins, doesn't he? All right. Y'all take care, and I will talk to y'all later.